past two o'clock. You're listening to the 123 Show with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Thursday afternoon. And I'd like to welcome back to the studio our wonderful colleague, Gladys Chu, from RTHK's Culture and Education Unit. Welcome back on the show. How are you doing, Gladys? Thank you. Thank you, Noreen. I'm so glad I'm back on track, finally. I'm so glad you're back. You've been so busy. Yes, yeah, because of the Hong Kong Book Prize. But I'm glad that it's like done now. And um, preparing yeah, we, for next year now. Yeah, and we've selected quite a, a nice series of notable publications in the past year. Wow, congratulations. Thank it you. feels good. It often feels good when we wrap up a project. But then, I mean, like most organizations, once you wrap up that project, you're either preparing for it for the next year. Exactly. Or the next project. <laughs> so, like, right now, I can just say, like, oh, uh, let's just, like, forget it for a few seconds. <laughs> and then we'll be back very soon. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So, what have you got for us? I mean, what are some of the lowdowns of what's happening around town? Um, have you been to the Blue House Cluster in Wan Chai? I have, yes. What's going on there? I love it. Actually, like right now, um, it's um, the, the it, where the Hong Kong House of Stories is located. Because like in the cluster, there are quite a few different tenants and they are working on different projects like um, design projects or um, cultural projects about Hong Kong. But then um, last week I visited the Hong Kong House of Stories and I found like it's really exciting um, of how they try to connect the neighborhood as well as some everyday objects they collected from like way back in the 30s or the 40s. And they are really good match with the architecture architecture. Um, for, for some of our listeners who, who may or may not have been to the Blue House Cluster, it's on uh, Stone Nala Road uh, in Wan Chai. It holds a dear place in my heart because my papa, my mum's mum, uh, their family used to live there. Wow. Soko guy and yes. it's so iconic. Yeah, it's like right now it's a right, uh, a four-storey um, Lingnan style house and it's built in the 1920s. So I guess your papa is like one of the very first like um, tenants there. Yeah, I don't think they live there for very long but I remember she always said um, yeah um, there's a phrase in Chinese saying yeah I left a lot of leg hair there it means oh, I, hold up, mo. Yeah. <laughs> you'll have a lot of leg hair there a lot of leg hair there. <laughs> it, it just literally means I've been to that place many times um, and like also leaving his leg hairs behind is Kung Fu Master Wong Fei Hung's student Lam Sai Wang Ju Yok Wang oh really yeah in the 1950s and 60s he used to open a Kung Fu studio um, there with his nephew so you just can't believe it back in those days they had like open air like um, um, over 100 disciples practicing Hong Kong yeah. yeah that's like well wonderful phenomenal I can't believe the government was going to tear it down but anyway that's a topic luckily for they another. didn't yeah, yes luckily. <laughs> <laughs> so the blue house um, is very um, it's it's well known in the neighborhood and it's I'd say considered quite a successful uh, preservation uh, project right now and so um, in the Hong Kong House of Stories they host exhibitions screenings and concerts and on um, this this Saturday they will host a screening of Hong Kong APA's um, latest graduate projects uh, of a few short films, um, and I think it's a good thing to um, to to you know to participate in because uh, I've always thought 
um, it's it's the steam engine of Hong Kong's local film industry. So I think um, it would be a good opportunity to look at how the graduates fare um, in this open air free screening. Exactly, and supporting local talents. Yeah, and also um, they are also hosting guided tours um, in July as well as August. And so one tour that I well would definitely pay attention to is their cultural heritage guided tours, and um, they would look at the Pak Thai Temple, Pak Thai Miu, the Pong Blue House itself, of course, and also the old Wan Chai Post Office. Yeah, wow. So, like, um, and well, for the guided tour guide, um, he or she actually lives in the neighborhood. So it's not like, well, um, looking for a commercial tourist guide. Um, but the someone um, authentic someone, who yeah, knows the area exactly, and they also tell you um, their childhood memories or how they uh, their life hacks around the neighborhood. So yeah, I think it's quite special. Yeah, man. Also in the, uh, August, well, August fifteenth would be this year's Hungry Ghost Festival, or you may say the Ghost Festival. Yeah. And so they're also hosting the Wan Chai Haunted Tour. So if you're a fan of like ghost stories, make sure you join them on the ninth of um, the uh, August fourteenth. So wow, so scary. It's scary, and they're like surely um, a lot of spooky. Uh, you know, stories, hearsays about that neighborhood. Yeah, I heard Hong Kong Island is pretty haunted. It is. So if you'd like to check out more about um, the activities in the Blue House Cluster and especially the Hong Kong House of Stories, you could visit their Facebook. Just search HK House of Stories. There you are. And then people can check it out. Yeah. And also, um, well, I've um, I also stumbled across uh, an exhibition. I know that they are opening um, tomorrow, um, and it's called The Bicycle Thieves. Have you watched the movie? No. In the 1948. Yeah, it's it's by Italian director, and it's known to be a, a neo-realist picture. And it talks about a poor dad, and he's trying to make just enough for his family of four um, and after like well pulling uh, enough funds together to get a bicycle for his new job which is pasting um, advertisements on the streets uh, on the first day of work his bicycle got stolen I, I've just googled it. I know which one you're talking about but no I haven't seen it before yeah it's super heartbreaking um, I would say like it's it's um yeah, well, terrible things happened. But then um, now uh, this film also inspired a curator, a Chinese curator based in Shanghai um, called Han Lu Zhang. And uh, she's putting together this exhibition called Bicycle Thieves. And it will open um, tomorrow in Parasite in Wong Chok Hang. So this is a, a, a gallery which originally uh, was placed, uh, was located in Shangwan, but then quite a few years back they've moved. And um, like based on Bicycle Thieves, uh, she was asking, what if there is a city in which every citizen is a thief? Well, referencing to a fable by Italo Calvino. And then, well, in this like, uh, well, city, a uh, fabricated city, uh, people steal to leave and they steal from their own neighbors. But then if everyone steals from each other, maybe there seems to be 
an equilibrium. But then afterwards, an honest man arrives, and then he breaks it. So people start like some people continue stealing, the others close their doors and maybe hire workers to steal for them <laughs> because they feel that oh maybe stealing is not right, but maybe I can pay somebody to do it for so me. So I'm not doing it. Yeah. So so eventually in this fable. Um, wealth gaps、uh, occurred, and also f- class divisions start to emerge, and and then a security system is established. So, well, I would say this is kind of a fantastical imagination, but then、um, it also、um, make Hanlu、uh, rethink about the fine line between sharing and stealing. So, like you know, right now. Not anymore, though.、Uh, we have the bike sharing platforms <laughs> that, keep,、uh, that keep closing. Exactly. And so she was asking, "Well, what would happen if if they actually like pull it off and it actually works? And would it like change the the life of this poor father in 1948、uh, post World War Two Italy? So would that help? So it actually it's about like." Technology and in this digital era, and how labor and technology are related. So she's trying to collaborate with、uh, quite a few local and international artists、um, based on this theme,、um, and I think the the result is exciting. It's really deep. It really does make you think. Yeah, and also like you know the vital. Question is, who are the bicycle thieves, thieves today? Like, well, no one wants to steal, but then some people do need to do it. So、uh, why? And you know, th- there's the moral problem there. Yeah. yeah. Wow. You know, and that's the final one. Um, and one, one final one. Yeah, yeah, one more. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure whether are you a materialist girl? I, I suppose no. No, <laughs> it's radio. Look at me. I'm in. <laughs> I'm in a stripy t-shirt and <laughs> some some ripped jeans. <laughs> But I guess like we all remember, um, um, Linus, um, Snoopy's not Linus and his security blanket. So there are things like objects that we cling on that、to. we're attached to. Yes. Yeah. And so, like, well, I remember、um, reading from newspaper、uh, a woman from Taiwan, I believe.、Uh, well, gave her、uh, fiance a good punch because he dared、uh, to throw away her security blanket. So it could be, you know, a matter of life and death. So make sure you don't mess with people's like security objects.、Um, but then、um, there is a, a, a recently、um, an exhibition called、uh, Objects Playback Exhibition in Taiwan, Taiwan Y Square, and、um, it's hosted by a jockey club. Uh, art education project called How Memory Sticks. So, like an object is not just an object; it's your memory. It's you know,、uh, it's the value you put in yeah, it. Yeah, the value、yeah. you put in it, and w- how you've been using it. So, like the the shape or its form adapted to your habit. Yeah. So it is a like a personal thing, and it's not like inanimate anymore. Um. So in this project, it's interesting. It's trying to、um, remind us of、uh, well things that we've left behind,、um, and also、uh, how things evolve into its. 
current form. Uh, for example, they have a huge exhibit um, which looks like a, a smartphone, and then uh, it's got a few buttons on it, so you can rewind, you can play, you can pause, or you can fast forward. Um, and so, if you like push on these buttons, then you see,、um, for example, rewind. If you rewind a, a clock app on your phone, then you probably see a mechanical clock before, or before even before that, it's a sundial,、yeah. and before that, it's a rooster, it's a cock. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's it's how they try to、uh, reintroduce the cultural、uh, aspects of objects we have today, and how these. Cultural memory is、um, intertwined with our personal experiences. So I, I would say, yeah, it's quite an interesting interactive exhibition. And at the end of it, you could also record some of your own stories with special precious objects that you have,、uh, and you can just share it with any other visitors of this exhibition. That's amazing. I'm just trying to think what sorts of prized possessions have I had over the years. I mean, I remember when I was younger, I had an MP3 player. Which I absolutely loved. It's、yeah. like a a stick like thing.、Um, this is before the the the, the tablets or, or smartphones came out,、um, and before that it was my discman,、uh-huh. and then before that it was my walkman. I was <laughs> listening to I, I, I listened to Uncle Ray with, with through the radio of my walkman. But I'm just trying to think. Before that, then I would just have a radio, an actual big radio, sitting on the desk. And what was it before? Just Relied on people telling me. Relied on my grandma telling yeah, me stories. stories. <laughs> so yeah, you were like、um, destined to be a DJ, I guess. Exactly. <laughs>、like、and sitting in, in the、days. same seat as Uncle Ray, I often,、Woo. you know, just think Uncle Ray still broadcasts in this very studio. Yeah. So yeah. like from a listener, now you're a colleague of him. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> well, from one colleague to another. Thank you very much indeed、uh, for your time this afternoon,、uh, Gladys, and I look forward to chatting with you. You、uh, again sometime soon. Thank you so much. Same here.